1: Really good to us, but yeah, it's just going to be that consistency, top tens, that's, that's all we All right,
2: fantastic. Good luck. Thank
1: you. So, Describe
3: your outfit for those who are listening. I will post a picture as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: post, post a picture because you guys will see David wearing an amazing outfit that yeah. you can actually, will soon be able to get at IndyCar oh, merch store, okay, okay. as you can see.
3: Yeah, IndyCar, uh, yeah. IndyCar. Yeah, are just, the pants
1: IndyCar? No. Oh, okay. So we're not going to, yeah, the pants we don't like because they're not <laughs> IndyCar, but <laughs> I'll, I'll get like an IndyCar car sticker on there and then, I, <laughs> and then we'll like him. but okay but you know this is obviously a really cool outfit yeah and like if you want to be stylish it's very I mean, stylish people will look, give you looks of yeah you know they'll be like wow look at this this fella wow what a good looking humble man so <laughs> so yeah if you want to look like like me around this paddock you know make sure to hop over to the oh, so IndyCar merch store all right so uh,
3: on the actual race weekend this is the first time since I think pre COVID that there's another series with IndyCar this weekend at Texas I know it's not firestone rubber but can it help in any way wear in the track a little bit uh, you know throughout the day Saturday when the trucks are, are racing. It, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how like the rubber
1: is going to be, but honestly, I think any rubber is going to help, you know, help grip up the track. Hopefully, yeah. they, they can all just, like, force themselves to run a high line. Because <laughs> if they can <laughs> help. Rubber, can only go high. Yeah, all weekend. only go high, please. Uh, so that that, that that would help us. And, you know, in return, you know, it's not like for them, it's going to, you know, if they want to watch the new car race afterwards, it's going to be better racing because it's going to be grip up there. Perfect. So. So how
3: are you feeling about this weekend with your dashing teammate and the cowboy hat? next to here? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're definitely going for different things. You guys are definitely here. the stylish
1: teammates oh, right now. 100%. We're going yeah. for it. Um, you know, we're, we're the young guns. Yeah. Have to, we have to do something different. Stand out. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I think it will be really good. You know, I'm going into this season. I'm supposedly a veteran now. <laughs> yeah.
3: You go from rookie to veteran real quick. Uh,
1: yeah, like instantly. Um, and unfortunately, I don't get any more testing. So, But thankfully, he still had a rookie test. Yeah. So we managed to get some information off of him and learn from him.
0: Connor wants to know about your outfit as well. Man, <laughs> you
1: look great. It's IndyCar merch. It
4: looks like a Myrtle Beach spring break. I know, but <laughs> it's, yeah, it's IndyCar merch, man. This is you can actually buy right at the shop. Be, yeah, it's exactly. Oh, no. So you, you
1: had
3: a good finish here last year. Is there anything looking back on? You're going, all right. If I change this or do that, you know, I'm I'm sniffing the top five at least this year.
1: So, Ooh, I mean, going from what we had last year, I mean, our car was good, and it just got better and better. You know, we, we caught up to the to the top teams when it came to the Ovals. I mean, Gateway obviously was a very good performance with strategy as well. So I think if we can all put it together and, and keep this consistency run going, I mean, a top five will be it. Obviously very, very nice. And I think it's very much possible. It's a bit tough to say to see where our car is going to line up to everybody's. You know, things do change in the off season, But if it's similar to last year and everything that I've learned off of Takuma and myself, I think we'll be in a good
3: position for it. I think last year there was 23 or 24 cars. There's 28 this year. Does four cars make a big difference throughout? You know the. Entirety of a race with the lap traffic and things that can happen. You know, maybe on paper it doesn't, doesn't probably wouldn't give it, but I do think on a track, especially on an oval, it's going to make sure. a difference. You know, I, it's,
1: it's going to be that much more a little bit packed, and especially on a track like this where that high line is very tough after a few laps
4: with marbling, it's going to be a lot of following the leader in front. So I think it's going to have an effect. All right, man. Good luck. Thank you. Our track time would have been more efficient running in traffic together, whatever else, but everyone was dealing with their own issues, so. I think coming into this weekend, practice one is going to be about learning what it's like in traffic as well as getting it right and qualifying. Um, We don't have a lot of track time going into
5: the race, but
4: you got to do what you got to do. It's IndyCar, man. Figure it out pretty quick, or yeah. Yeah.
5: Who was it that was helping you with the car here for the for the rookie test? Did you did you have a different driver that was kind of make, feeling out the car or anything? Nope. No, no, nope, just me. Um, okay,
4: I've got enough oval experience now that I, I know what I need from the car at least on an oval. And the thing about oval racing is the the characteristics of the car come out pretty clearly. You don't have to search for it too much. Um, at least in my mind. Um, so we were dealing with some stuff with the new the new aero packages that have been introduced for this year. Yep. Um, considering what it was like last year, and I think that'll play. A bit into the racing this weekend, but um, you never know. You never know. A lot of cars, like anything could happen this weekend again. Oh, absolutely, yeah. especially around here. Yeah. You I know, mean, I think it's ridiculous to be going around here with one car on track, let alone 28. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun or nervous? Yep. Which, which, which
5: both. Is, both? Okay. Both. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's thanks. the only time
3: that uh,
4: like that combo
3: answer actually works. Yeah. 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 So the, the new arrow pieces that, you know, you have on the IndyCar this year, especially for the super speedways, I know you obviously haven't driven an IndyCar in a super speedway other than a test, but from talking to David or talking to anybody else, how do you feel that they, you know, do you
4: think they will help come Sunday. Yeah, I think so. Um, I had Poncho Carter spawn for me okay. at the test and yeah. he spawned for David this weekend yeah. so I know he's going to have his eye on me a little bit but um, like I said, I got enough oval experience now that I feel like I can know which way is up but you add 40 miles an hour and it kind of changes the game so I think it's just more of the same stuff right? The the margins get narrower, the line's tighter around here and the speeds are faster so um, you know I, I think it's just
3: being smart
4: and not yeah. getting yourself in a, in a pickle.
3: So you have... Fifty-minute practice in the morning, and then you go right into qualifying. Do you even think about worrying about the race setup set tomorrow, Saturday
4: morning, or is it you know specifically like let's get a little bit
3: of feel for the car and go right into qualifying?
4: I think that you got to do both. Okay. Um, I mean, really, we're so limited on track time, right? And we have no testing time in the off season now. so it's it's you got to be very versatile in what you're doing and how quickly you're learning yeah. things. So. I think that you can learn just as much from the mistakes you make during the session as you can from successes. Sure, so sure. I think it's just being aware and making sure you're not getting behind the car. and um, You know, I, I think for a rookie driver, it's easy to get distracted by all the little nuances that go into this. Yeah. But for me, I know that i got a good group around me that can lean on them in that sense, but I'm getting to the point now with a team where I can have a voice a little bit. Um... I'm starting to settle into my role. Of the team it seems like a little bit, and I think that that's going to help everyone. Um, and having David there as well, yeah. with like the recent rookie success that he had, I think it's helpful for me just to know that what what we're capable of. Awesome, man. Good luck. Thank you.
6: Uh, we said, oh yeah, we got we got numbers out of this. My world. We should have done that last year. But, you know, it's it's good that we have. I had the second opportunity last year. My first. This was my first world um, So I've gone through having the experience. I'm just looking forward to get out there.
7: Really. I guess you feel like. How far along do you feel like you're in your progression of learning how to race on ovals? The the best you you possibly can at this point.
6: To be honest, I don't think the racing is that bad. Um, but I think you know the progression of setting the benchmark where to start. But, you know, start faster, I think is what needs to, to be improved this year, I think a lot to expect from last year, um, going into it for the first time, just got to go out there and, and drive really and, and get get along with it, um, but no, I, I feel way more confident this year, I'm just comfortable with the car, I've been with the team for a year now, so um, we'll, we'll wait and see for tomorrow. <laughs> Do you feel like, um,
7: I guess, you'll have a little bit of time between qualifying and finishing and being able to make some changes to the race so you're going to have you're maybe not going to have a qualifying and a race setup. it's probably not going to be that extensive but you're going to be able to change
6: more than you could last year so do you think that'll improve the, the quality of racing we'll see someday? some uh, yes and no i think <coughs> actually looking at the numbers me and DK were the two cars that that overtook the most cars for, for position so you know for, for me as a rookie to look at those stats, that, that's pretty brilliant, um, but no, we did have a very, ra- very very good race car last year, but we, to say it as it is, we sucked qualifying, I think all three of us, we were just simply too slow in, in qualifying, um, but again, the, the points are scored on, on Sunday not not doing qualifying, so that's something we also need to keep in mind, but we want to start further on. Is there anything you learned from the St. Pete weekend that's going to help you moving forward? I know like the practices were a little bit, I mean...
7: Obviously, we don't speak to you after every the end of every practice session, but felt like maybe you got trying to work through some
6: things and things weren't quite you know as they as you would hope. I think we started safely too aggressive across all three cars. I mean, we, we we went through practice one and we have two cars on the wall. So to to me, that just seems like because it was just so tough to drive that the car was was all over the place. We didn't really seem to get it in the window, to work with it. Uh, Jack seemed to, to be able to to work with it better than Graham and I were, um, which is unfortunate that he. he he wasn't able to finish the race because he was. I think that was his most competitive race in a while, and you know I felt bad for him afterwards. Um, but how the weekend started and, and us coming away with two thousand top ten, I think, was a, was a gift for us because I don't think our car was good enough to, to finish up there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, the kind of aero changes that you've got options for this weekend. Uh,
2: I think it's good. I mean, I've, it's something that I think has been needed here for a while. You know, we went.
4: We went from a style, and then went so far the other direction
2: for so long. And you know, I'm happy that we're finally getting back here. You know, I'm optimistic that you know, with the way the forecast is looking for the weekend, temps you know, like pretty similar to last year, and it's a pretty pretty decent step forward from what I see. So you know,
7: I think it can be really good for the product. I think looking at the parts, it seems like they're all that you have bad access to four or variations oh, yeah. of stuff that's similar so yeah. does that give you any advantage knowing what these parts kind of do on uh, their own I mean for
2: sure the the, the, back, the back side that's underwing you know I think we have a good level of confidence in the barge boards are still kind of you new know, as far as speedway usage, really just last year we started playing with it. So I think there's still learning to be done there, you know, with, with the, the best way to use that tool. Um, but,
7: you know, I think it, it is gonna be a good tool for you. What's a what's a realistic expectation for you this weekend oh, no, good. Um, I, mean, I guess we obviously scale back a little bit now and you know, part time. How has that changed your expectations going into a weekend
2: like this? I mean, it doesn't change much, you know. I mean, I think, you know, I still I wouldn't be coming here if I didn't think that I had the potential to to go win a race. If, if I do my job and the team does its does its job, so you know, I've got high hopes. You know, we this this had been a place that we used to be very very strong at, and we kind of went through a spell where we struggled here and you know i think last year we really turned a corner um, we qualified poorly last year which which really hurt us but arenas showed really good pace in race last year up front um and i think i'm confident in what we're bringing here this year that we feel like we learned in the off season um uh, with
3: off-season work, so you know, I'm very optimistic. What's, what's the key to maximizing a 50-minute practice, learning new aero parts, and getting ready for qualifying in you know, an hour or 50 minutes?
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a very busy and compact day. There's not going to be much time to go back to the truck and really break stuff down, so it's going to be important to to be in a good place early and, and stay stay on a plan. But you know I, I do think you'll see the majority of the field you know focus more on qualifying in the first first bit and, and do race running in the second bit. Um but may not be the case who knows.
3: You have a little bit of time like after qualifying to make some changes before practice, which is different than last year. Is that helpful? Maybe not as helpful as I'm thinking. Uh, yeah I mean I think it um,
2: I kind of wish they would have just let us go back to the garage but uh, just for you know there, there's the enough system. time like everything we can go out there so it's, it's not a big deal good
7: luck thanks can you talk a little bit about how you approached ovals when you came into indycar because i think over the number of races that you've done you've easily got the best record of pretty much anyone in the field um so what what are the Is there anything in your approach you feel like has really helped you to do that? just the way you race on ovals I've always said it's because I
8: feel like we have some of the best oval packages we we have an oval package that's as good as anybody's and um
5: you know obviously the
8: approach to a road and street course is different to what it's like in an oval you have to be more aware and mindful in an oval just because of the more risk that there is and the very little time that you have in the compressed schedule for so many decades so 5 minute news is verified truthful independent unbiased and essential world news daily to get something sorted out if something goes bad um yeah, yeah i don't i don't know i think it's good i've just <laughs> i've really good. i've i've really enjoyed the the idea of trying to perfect the sk- a different skill, you know, it's obviously a lot different to racing and something that's not going just left. And but I don't really know what it is. I think it's just learning as I go, I guess. Yeah.
7: Was it something you watched a lot when you were younger, over racing? Oh, no,
8: not at all. I mean, my first time in a super speedway was. It was actually indie. But my first time here in Texas, it was freaking terrifying. because it's just there's just something. It's it's like a it's a super speedway bullring. It's like an Iowa, but like big, way faster, and um, you just feel a lot of like compression in your body and
7: stuff. So. It, it takes some time to kind of get used to it just because of, you do feel the speed. How much of a read do you think you've got on the, the aero changes that they made this weekend? And how much of it is going to be experimented in oh, for you guys? Absolutely nothing. Okay. So it'll all be new to
8: me. Okay. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> I guess good. The last <laughs> yeah. The
5: <laughs> Even more than ever, this is becoming a home race for you. I mean, you got your own little grandstand section now and everything. How fun is that? I, it's awesome. I.
8: So, I don't have a home race, uh, so for me, being able to bring people from, well, not bring people, but give the opportunity with with for Atlanta? my fellow Mexicans do to come that out that and that support that is that always that track a, track a track no-brainer that for that me, and I, I have to say, it's going to be a lot bigger than what I thought I could have pulled. Um, we're packing up three suites. Which is 64 people per, so it's 192 people. And I've given away over 600 grandstand tickets. I don't know if all 600 are coming, uh, but if you know a good 50 or 70 percent of that comes, I think we'll see a lot of uh, black and orange out there, which is going to be awesome to see. Do you have any read on if these people are or actually coming from Mexico or if they're more local based? Oh yeah, I see. I see. I see every single every single order that comes in, and. Um, it's a good mix. It's a really, really good mix. A lot of people from from local here in Texas, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, um, a lot of people from all over Mexico, Mexico City, Guadalajara, Monterey, Um Yeah, it's it's a really good mix.
5: Is this, is this your way of trying to help to ensure that Texas stays on the schedule, that it's popular enough to keep coming back? Um, or is that not
8: really the angle you're coming from? No, I mean, the angle I'm coming from is... I understand it's an effort for people to come and support, um, you know, it's... I know it's, you know, for for me, for the, the life that I carry on, you know, it's a, a travel, it's just a travel, right? Um, but I understand that it's It's more than just getting a ticket, it's the food, the hotels, the flights, the car ride, like it's, it's not just... Coming to the race, and I wanted to give everybody a chance, or at least give give them a reason to to second think it, and be like, oh, you know, this deal is just too good to pass on. And um,
4: I'm
8: I'm not gonna make any money out of this, um, but I'm also very glad I'm not gonna lose a lot of money out of this. And, uh, and by that, we're gonna have a lot of people here. I'm gonna have a lot of guests, and to me, that has a lot of value. In it. And the best show
5: you can give them is donuts on the front stretch, right? Oh yeah.
7: <laughs> this time we'll try
8: and keep it out of the grass.
5: <laughs> have you
7: noticed any? I know, obviously, Argentina, and Mexico, are very different countries, different. You know, they're not necessarily exactly close together or anything like that. But have you noticed since the Christians come into the series that there's been? Any sort of increase in, in Spanish speaking um, fan base on your side? Or? I think,
8: uh, I think. No, 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 for sure, there's been an increase. I mean, for sure, in... Um, you know, I understand the series doesn't want to be global, but I sure as hell think that they can, they can have. A
4: massive growth in Latin communities.
8: Argentina, Mexico, uh, Colombia, Brazil. Anywhere in Latin America for IndyCar would be huge. Um, is it going to happen? From the looks of it, anytime soon, probably not. Which is... Which is um, I don't know. I just feel like the series has so much potential and and it can be so much bigger than what already is because the racing product is phenomenal Would it have to be a points race or even an exhibition race? No, no man, no, part of the championship, like, no <laughs> Come no, on, Kevin, why exhi- exhibition? No, part of the championship you know, we can have IndyCar be a championship that okay, it's not global like it was a few a, few, you know, a good amount of years ago, but there are so many different countries racing in the series that it's just—it's a no-brainer to tap into those markets, and, um, and two of those markets are pretty much a given that would be sold out, and they're both Latin, and that is Argentina and Mexico. Um, I mean, I'm sure returning to Australia with you know power still in the series, being a champion last year. Uh, coming into the series and and setting the bar and how how a brand should be, that's obviously bringing a lot of people from Europe, a lot of interest from Europe, Um, so there's just so much potential
7: there, there, it's, it's there, all we have to do is crack into it. Agustin's uh, championship that he used to race in. It's got more followers on Instagram. You just... There you go. It looks like,
9: gonna... like a hello okay. my name is not Andrew. Uh, label. I... Just for you to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joseph. Oh uh, well, thank you, sir. Yeah. You know. That is definitely not the name I go by. Yeah. Um. So. You got to be excited about this, based on. You got to be excited about this, based on the fact that this team obviously has got a good success right here. You've yeah. Been competitive here, it's a really good weekend in St. Petersburg to, to bounce off of, so momentum building. Yeah, um, I think it's funny. Like of the races I've finished here, we've actually been pretty good, but unfortunately, I haven't finished very many of them for, for a multitude of reasons. But uh, yeah, I think that you know the team's you know success and pedigree here speaks for itself. You know the performance that that they've had here has been very strong you know as strong as, as the, the best if not the best so you know for me to be able to have the opportunity to to jump into that package um with a relatively unchanged kind of baseline structure of the track and the car and everything this uh, is a great opportunity for us to really capitalize on what is, as you said a strong first week how
3: do you think the new aero components are going to help the uh, racing this weekend
9: um, it's, it's st- continuing to be a step in the right direction you know we've, we've said we need more downforce here and IndyCar's listened and every year they've brought more and more and you know they're limited by kind of what Firestone will allow them to do yeah. but, you know IndyCar if they could have it their way we just pile on everything that we want but there are loads and stress of the tires that obviously is very important to think of as well so um, yeah as, as a series and everyone's kind of worked to get to this point obviously having what I imagine will be the majority of the field doing the highline practice yeah. will be beneficial. We saw that last year. I didn't do the race, but I watched it. It looked beneficial. Um, and then uh, what else? It's going to be pretty, pretty cool in terms of the, the ambient conditions. So I think all of those factors. We should have a pretty badass race, and something it should be awesome.
5: Good luck. Sweet. Thank you. Bud. Dave's about the, cracking the whip. The arrow changes and how that's going to impact the weekend. So it's, you know, there's no doubt there's going to be a lot more load. You know, I think at least a couple hundred pounds, maybe more depending on how, what you take or don't take. Um, you know, I think that's for sure going to tighten everybody up. We tightened up last year, we're going to tighten up more. It's still the conversation in the second lane, you know, how much can we build bring that in? It's funny because I, I you know, I've been asked about this this finish to the race last year and the more I think about it the more I'm like well why didn't I get up there sooner because it actually it worked so I think that brings hope to maybe making the second lane work even better this year we're gonna have more load you know there's there's more opportunity to build rubber there with the truck series in our in our um, highline practice so yeah I feel confident um I think if anything you know the the tough thing about it is the closer you bring everybody together the harder the harder it is to separate yourself so I think, you know, this weekend's going to be a challenge to find a, a difference maker between the, you know, us and the competition. Can the truck rubber help you guys out throughout the weekend? I think so, yeah. I think without, without the PJ1 being laid and them just running on the track, I think it's only benefiting us. So I, I, I think it's real positive that they're here and that we've got all the time we do. Good. Good. Yep.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile